Welcome back to His and Hers Movie Podcast. This is episode number 69. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a every now and then podcast. Um, my name is it's JP. The, <laughs> it's the here and there pod. Buddy. The here and there podcast. Yeah, uh, my name yeah. is JP, podcasting out of Southwest PA. Joining me tonight to review a... Uh, semi-new film is Carly, also podcasting out of southwestern Pennsylvania. We are a duo. We pod. We did not pod fade. And I bet people are surprised to see us back so soon. Yes, because since we are here and there, usually we are not back that quickly. But for some reason, we just happen to have the time to come back um a week after the previous pod, but don't expect that all the time, as we are here in their podcast. Yes, exactly. So, um, what's going on? I was just watching The Birds 2, Land's End. Which is a 1994 move. It is. Have you ever seen it? No, I don't think I actually have seen it. Yeah, it's it's a TV, made-for-TV movie. I thought it was going to be... That. All right, well, I'm explaining things. I thought that it was going to be super bad, which it wasn't good, but it wasn't as... I thought it was going to be, like, per- birdemic level of horrible, but it's actually... It's a regular move. So, I'd never seen it before. I just found it on Tubi and decided to throw it on because, as you know, it's a 94 move. Yeah, you know what? Um, I think that it aired on Joe Bob once when I was a kid. Uh, on Monster Vision. I think I might have watched part of it, but there's so many movies from that era. Like, I mean, I watched Monster Vision almost every Saturday for years of my childhood. So there's a bunch of movies that I've seen that I don't remember. Um, other movies, like sometimes I would fall asleep and not remember if I like dreamed the movie or if I actually, like <laughs> it actually happened. It, yeah. it was such a, um, good experience growing up with with Monster Vision, uh, which to this day just surprises me that Joe Bob's back on the air, quote unquote, these days because it was such a significant portion of my upbringing. Like I remember, I remember when I first found out about it. I don't remember what he was showing but i know it was because he originally was not the host it was shortly after he came in and my pap was watching something that he was showing and i was like what's this and he said it's um joe bob and i was like what's joe bob and like i was a horror nut so like when i saw it was a scary movie i watched it and i was like when does this come on again and he said like saturday nights and I was like, what time? And he, I forget what time he said, like it was either nine or 11 or something, but it was late at night. So pretty much from then on, it was a regular scheduled thing. I would watch it like every Saturday night. And if I would watch it, like when I was at my grandparents, they had an old black and white TV in, um, their bedroom and it had uh, a water bed and they would hang out in the living room. And I would go mm-hmm. into the waterbed and I would watch uh, Monster Vision. And it was in black and white. So a lot of these movies I saw in black and white too. 
and then at my house with my mom, um, we just had like a regular TV. I think it worked and I would watch it on there. And then, um, like other years I had a TV up in my bedroom and I'd watch it up there. And then I remember watching it also with Shannon's dad. Um, Mm. I remember watching Phantasm 2 in the hand with him, but it was like, and probably one of my favorite memories was the Halloween episode he did in like 1996 or something, which was, uh, I remember advertising like, you know, next week on Monster Vision, you know, uh, from dusk till dawn, Friday the 13th marathon for Halloween. And, like, I was obsessed with the Jason movies at the time, so I just was, like, so excited. Um, but my grandparents were, like, going out to the bar or something that night, because they used to do that when I was a kid. And my, um, great-grandparents were gonna babysit me, and I was, like, so bummed that I was like, ah, but, but Joe Bob's on Monster Vision and Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. and they set it up to where I could watch it at my great-grandparents' house. So it came on TV, and I'm, like, laying in the back bedroom and watching it and they lived in like a trailer like at the end of the road where it's like all covered in woods i remember it like in the hallway when i was a kid it felt so long walking down that hallway (laughs) to the bedroom and it was like and honestly this is funny to think about now but the trailer was not level so like you like walked downhill to get into the bedroom i swear (laughs) like it was it was messed up uh because it was really old and, um, like it was on a hill, like it was weird. I forgot about that, but I remember laying in bed and just watching it and, and just watching all of the Friday. Th- I think I made it to like part five before I fell asleep. I think they only showed six, so I made it quite far. They skipped four. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember being like, wow, this is incredible, you know, and, and just loving it. And that was one of my favorite memories. Um, how did I get on this? Uh, we were, oh, because, just because I said I watched The Birds 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that The Birds 2 was on there at one point, and I think I might have watched some of it. Um, I see. But, yeah, that's a movie that's, um, not on disc. Like, I don't think it ever got a DVD or a Blu-ray. I think it's stuck on VHS. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. So, yeah. I'd be curious to see if somebody ever releases that. Yeah. Um, I love TV movies, so even, like, ones that aren't that great, I usually still enjoy, so I'm sure I'll find some enjoyment out of it. So, I, yeah, I will it was, check that yeah, one it out wasn't, eventually. It wasn't too bad. It was kind of, like, cheesy. It was almost focused more on this family drama than the actual birds up until, like, the end. And then it's got Tippi Hedren in it, and I read trivia, and it says she's very embarrassed to have been a part of this film. But <laughs> I thought it was funny. She was, like, running a... It wasn't just, like, a small cameo. She had a few parts where she's running the store and everything. But it was interesting. It was one that, you know, I didn't have many expectations. It's still, like, a, you know, just, like, a 6 out of 10, but I still... Well, when you look at Hitchcock's filmography, like the only films that he ever did that got sequels were Psycho, which turned out really well, and mm-hmm. The Birds too. So yeah, I was sitting here thinking because it was like a big deal to him. He didn't want Psycho to ever have a sequel. I was thinking, I wonder how he felt about The Birds having a sequel. Yeah, well, I never thought of that. Yeah, sequels in general just weren't really done back then, but I think that, like, what they did with Psycho was actually incredible. Yeah, it's one of the best follow-ups of all time. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't watched those films in a couple years, but I always want to, but I'm like saving it for when we do them on the show. Um, yeah, I was actually shots. in the mood the other day to watch them, and but you know, I have moves moves for pods, moves for YouTube, moves for pods, just no moves for fun, you know. I remember when I first started YouTube, I wasn't working, and uh, my grandfather would give me like some money every two weeks to do whatever with, and um, usually I spent it on moves. <laughs> yeah. And I remember ordering um, Psycho on DVD. It was it's so crazy. Like I actually started collecting movies before, like I bought. Like I think Blu-rays might have been. Well, no, I definitely started collecting before Blu-rays. But I started like really collecting. I think Blu-rays had like just come out. But I like they were. I only had DVD at the time. It's like interesting to think that I once only had DVD in my collection. But yeah. I bought Psycho on DVD in like this digi book, and they had a, they had that the Psycho three pack with Psycho two, three, and four, for like yeah. seven fifty. So I bought those, and when they came in the mail, I remember, like, watching. I watched Psycho, and then I watched all the special features on it, which I used to do that a lot because I didn't buy movies in bulk, like I do mm-hmm. now. So I would just get, I would get like, you know, three or four and I would watch the movie and watch all the special features and that would last like a long time, you know, cause I would, you know, not do it all in one night or whatever. And I remember like watching Psycho, watching all the special features. And that was a really like interesting thing because like Hitchcock did not want the, he was so into like the theatrics of like movies like he did not allow theaters to let people in past a certain point. Like that is mm-hmm. crazy to think about now. Like that would never fly. Like theaters don't give a damn. <laughs> you know, they they just care about. Yeah, they're like, we need the money. Yeah. Um, but it's just nuts that like stuff like that happened, and you know, just like the promotion for it. Like, did you ever see the the trailer? Like, where he's like, it's not like actually like a trailer of the movie. It's like him standing him. at the Bates Motel, and he's like behind me in this house yeah know. i've uh i think i've seen like that's i think that's a special feature just in itself included on one of the yeah thingies so yeah i have i've seen that he like goes or is it is that where he actually goes into yeah the he house, like goes or? into the he's like goes yeah. into the parlor and then he goes into the you know house and he's like talking about yeah. stuff that ha- happened there um yeah. but it you know it's it's a really interesting marketing tool he did that a few times with movies, um, mm. but I really like um, Psycho and, and the sequels. Um, why were we talking about that again? <laughs> because I told you I watched The Birds too. Land's End. Right, right. Oh, but what I was saying was I, I picked those up, and I remember watching... I'd never seen... I think I'd seen Psycho 3 on like HBO when I was like younger, and I definitely had seen Psycho 4 before, but mm. I didn't, I don't think I'd ever seen Psycho back then. So mm-hmm. I'd seen the remake in 98. I remember renting it. So I pretty much seen Psycho. Um, yeah. But I remember watching Psycho and being like so sucked into it and just like so into it. And then like the next night I watched 
Well, my sleep schedule was real messed up, so I think I woke up like in at like 3 a.m. or something. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I literally watched Psycho 2 and was so damn into it. It was like insane. I immediately watched Psycho 3 and then I watched Psycho 4 and I just, I, I loved it loved them and i was just like this is like one of my favorite purchases ever just watching all four of these was such a fun night um and i like i was telling you earlier this was at the time where i was at my most degenerate where like yeah um i used to like i hated light so much that i pretty much like would block myself off in my room i wasn't working or anything and i put tin foil over the windows and then curtains up over top of it so no light would shine in did your and, grandparents come in and you would be like <sighs> <laughs> like you know how they hiss the va- like a vampire no i don't think oh i see but i didn't leave like i didn't even know what day it was what what i stopped looking at clocks and stuff like that all i did i had a microwave and a fridge in here so i literally just like would would stay for like days or maybe even weeks at a time playing xbox and watching movies and tv shows and literally like didn't do anything else mm-hmm. and like i was probably pretty depressed at the time <laughs> but yeah, now i, I look so, now i look back on it fondly like man that would be the life <laughs> that's, that's pathetic <laughs> but it was it like yeah it was like like at the time when you're in it it feels pathetic because you're like man i feel like a bum but like looking back on it it's like i had such a good time if i wasn't worried about life stuff i would have had like the best time ever you know what i mean because like i look back and i only think of like the good shit that happened back then and i'm like man it was so fun just like like i wasn't always on the internet i didn't even have a cell phone bro (laughs) like (laughs) you know what i mean i was just watching movies and playing xbox nonstop 24 hours a day my sleep schedule was jacked up i was eating like i remember (laughs) dude and and like not going to go into details, but I was living alone during this point too, at some point. And Mm. I would just go, (laughs) I remember I would go and get like a tray. Like I didn't have any food really, but I would just like, there were certain things I had a lot of, I would go get like a huge tray, like a, like a baking pan. And I would just throw it on the stove. And then I would just get this giant, like five pound bag of, french fries and just rip open a corner and dump like an entire tray of french fries on it right mm-hmm. and i would pop it into the oven and then i would go like watch survivor like i remember running through all the seasons of survivor then too and like movies and i did have like netflix by mail too somehow i managed to pay for that um and i would get the three i could get three movies out at a time and i would watch it was like 15 bucks or something a month and i would watch the three movies and then send them back and I, I, that's what i did watch movies played games and i bought dvds too here and there when i could and i would get this huge tray of french fries i would i literally wouldn't even put them on a plate bro i would just let the pan cool down and then i would throw uh have you ever seen that cheese seasoning for popcorn yeah i would just sprinkle that all over the french fries and i would take a huge tray of french fries uh into my room i had a desk and i would sit it sit the tray on the desk and i would have like ketchup that i would squirt on the pan and then i would i would just take these fries and i would dip them in it in the ketchup and i would just eat them 
and I would just eat a whole tray of french fries and eat nothing else the rest of the day and like I, I did that all the time like I that's like my, what my diet was I was just like living on french fries and like oodles and noodles and then um, like I would never wash the pan <laughs> I would just put more french fries on it <laughs> <laughs> but that that you, know, you never you never had some like pizza rolls or something different. Yeah, sometimes sometimes I had pizza rolls, but like the French fries was like so eat because my pap would drop me off food, and like he and and it would be like you know, um, like just bags of stuff that I could microwave or <laughs> put in the oven, you know. And I mm-hmm. remember just like that that popcorn seasoning the cheese seasoning like i have never ate that since then on french fries but i remember it was pretty fire either that or i was just telling myself it was because i got bored with regular french fries um but it it was like it was so degenerate bro (laughs) like i was just a mess (laughs) i I was such a mess dude what i just got depressed like putting myself in that position no it was a blast it was so Uh, it was i I was living my best life back then I'm, like, so opposite of you when it comes to, like, what makes me happy, I feel. Bro, I was just happy as fuck, like, just, like, I mean, I was depressed because, like, I felt like I should be out getting a job, I should be out getting a license, I should be out buying a car and stuff like that, but Mm -hmm. I, like, just my circumstances I was in, I couldn't do it, but the only reason I was depressed is because I felt like I should be doing that. If I didn't care, I would have been so happy, you know? So, like... Like, to me, when I think of, like, the bet, like, I always thought I would go back to doing that one day. Like, I always, no. I always thought, like, oh, when I leave this job, I'll just do that for, like, a year. And, like, that, like, but, like, it never wait. happened again. And, like, the further I get from it, the more I think that it's probably not going to be possible. And it makes me sad because I'm like, I Man. would hope not. <laughs> like, what, when did you plan on, dude, you're, like, 30 years old. Like, what? <laughs> Like, no one has a dream of just, like, sit... I mean, yeah, everyone does want to, like, quit their job and stuff, but you can't just sit there and be, like, what? And then I bring you, like, Pop-Tarts? Like, what? Like, you're some like animal... Pop-Tarts. Don't bring me Pop-Tarts. I'm not bringing you anything. I'm just saying, dude. You can't go back to that. That's, like, supposed... To... You're supposed to look at that and think, wow, that was my lowest point in life. That was really sad. No, you're not dude. supposed to think It was my lowest like point. That. It was my lowest point in life, but I loved it. <laughs> like it was so free like i just felt like nothing mad i just did whatever i wanted you know like it sucked i did develop like some anxiety disorders and shit though like i remember i would go to like walmart with like a family member i would be like just crossing the parking lot would like freak me out i was like weird um because i had spent i literally spent a year and a half inside like i mean the I would go out on the weekends sometimes, like, and, and drink with my cousin and stuff like that, especially in the summer. Like, I would do that a lot. Um, but for the most part, you know, I was perfectly content. Like, I mean, I had such, a, I, I think back, I'm like, dude, I watched Night of Demons for the first time then. I watched, uh, I remember I bought like five seasons of The Simpsons and just rolled through them. I watched all the seasons of, like, I think there was a couple seasons of Dexter out at the time. I watched all those. Like, I remember just binging stuff. It was so fun, man. Like, you should try it. Yeah. Well, actually, no. Don't try it. Well, 
Oh, no, buddy. I think I shall try no, it. No, I think I, I, shall, call I, it. Think I shall try it. <laughs> no, I shall try it. Um, I shall call my boss tomorrow and let her know I am not coming in ever again. And then I shall sit at home and await you to bring me food. And I mean, dude, I was only I like try. 19 at the time. You know, it wasn't like I was like 30 doing this. Yeah, buddy, I understand. I'm just, I'm saying like you, you're like, man, I always picture I would go back to that time. That's like getting off heroin. And being I used like, to don't, think don't that, worry. dude. I remember when I first started this job, like the job that I've been doing, like not this job, but like the job in the field I'm doing. I remember thinking like, oh yeah, I'll just like get a car. Like, cause that was the thing. I was like, if I get a car, like I, then that's what really matters, you know? And I just felt like, oh, one day I'll be able to go back and do this again. It's probably what kept, kept me living was the, the hope and dream of being able to be a, do nothing. Yeah. That's, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we have very different aspirations in life, buddy. But whatever makes you happy, except for don't do that. I feel like Dave Z would appreciate this. He, I was. I keep thinking. <laughs> I can picture him being like, "Carly, what? Like what? No, that's the life." And then Dude, you get it the was the life, man. I remember. Too. I remember just like no responsibility. Like my only responsibility, and I didn't even do it, was wash the dishes. You know what I mean? And I, like I learn, I adapt. Like you know how they say, work smarter, not harder. Like I adapt, and I'm like, all right, I'm not you. I'm gonna clean all these dishes, and I'm only gonna use one dish forever. I'm gonna pretend like I don't even have any other dishes. So I would just use one dish, and I would like sometimes I'd clean it before I put more food on it, but sometimes I didn't. I still do that Ew. to this day. Ew, buddy, come on. <laughs> That's so gross to me. I hate that. Like so, it's like you you have ketchup smeared all over your plate, and then yeah, the next but day it you like, eat like dries fish. up and creates like a protection layer. Ew, buddy, that's ba- what the heck? Like you used to yell at me, being like, "Oh, you gotta clean your kitchen because of all the bacteria, buddy." You can't do yeah, that. Yeah, but ketchup doesn't have bacteria. It's ketchup. Uh, okay, I didn't know you were a scientist, but okay. <laughs> I'm still I'm like just I'm saying, saying there, if dude. there was meat on the plate or something like that, I'll clean it. But, like, I don't know. I never got sick from ketchup or anything. Just, like, visually, it grosses me out. Like, I don't like anything to be sloppy, yeah. I guess. I, disgusting. But my point with the whole aluminum foil over the windows thing, I would just have, like, a tiny, <laughs> like, penny-sized hole that I would have, like, in the corner, and I could look at it and see if it was daylight or not. Cause you I could be like, Hello. Yeah, I didn't have, like, any clocks in the room or anything. I didn't have a cell phone. So, like, I I literally, like, sometimes if it was, like, that weird time of year where, like, it gets dark really early and it's, like, 5, I wouldn't know if it was 5 a.m. or 5 p.m. I would legitimately be confused. I would be so disoriented and I would walk out in the kitchen and I would be like, it says that it's 5, but is it, like, 5 in the morning or is it, like, 5 at night? And I would be so, like, confused, bro. I hated it. Uh huh. Well, sounds like you loved it. Yeah. See. Uh, yeah. This okay, is what so... you married. What? Married. Well, you're married to me. You're you're married to this relationship, I... right? Uh, I, I honestly, dude. After all that, like, <laughs> I'm thinking like, it wouldn't work out, really. <laughs> it would just be a lot of me cleaning up after you dude yeah cleaning, like getting like, pissed off like dude, anytime we stay in a hotel together yeah i pretty much will go full degenerate if so, if somebody's willing to pick up the slack i'm just like yep 
I'm not willing. I am just very disgusted by everything. So <laughs> I, I am very clean. I like I gaggle. Like I just can't handle a house that's gross. And so it would not be a willing effort, but it would be necessary for me to make sure everything was tidy. Yeah. But you would not. You would not. You would not receive any back scratches. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, dude, I think about those days all the time and I'm like good times good times uh-huh. yeah so anyway that was JP's memoir mm-hmm. that was his memoir on his life yeah when I was 19 I was working at the hoot and I met my buddy and I was stressed out trying to figure out what to do with my life yeah see I, I, you know my thing is like I don't I'm a late everything. <laughs> like, yeah, you're a late little bloomer. Like, it took me way longer than everybody to graduate. Like, way yes. longer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then, like, it took me like way long. Like, it's weird. I did. I had a job when I was like 16, um, and I hated it. And I worked when I was like 12. Like, I I worked at, for a tree cutting company that my mom's boyfriend's father owned. And, like, I had worked in my early life, and then when I got, like, a teenager when you're supposed to start working, I worked a little bit, and then I stopped. And then I didn't really work again until, I think I was, like, 22 when I got that that job at the thing. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I think it what was it. I got my license when I was, like, 24. Yeah, because I, I had started working there, and you and I were talking about different stuff and then you said something about like oh it took me a while to get my license and I was like when did you get it and you were like yesterday and I, thought, <laughs> I thought you were joking because you had been driving to work that whole time yeah but that's yeah yeah yep I was I was very well, I was very confused back then I was naive on the fact that people didn't just follow all the basic life rules yeah I broke I was a rule breaker I would never do that now if that makes you feel better like I'm more mature and like don't take risks but like it really wasn't my fault like I, my license were suspended or my like I couldn't get my license because they were suspended so it wasn't my fault um I mean that's your fault what that it was suspended no it wasn't wait why was it suspended then I got an underage drinking charge yep your fault two of them uh, okay double your fault How's that my fault? I didn't give myself that charge. You received a charge because you drank underage, buddy. Everybody drinks Twice. underage. I barely did. Well, I did a lot. Like, a lot, a lot. <laughs> okay, but I'm just saying, buddy, you could have avoided an underage drinking. Two underage drinkings. Well, I could see maybe one, but... The, the one really wasn't my fault. I was at a party, and... We were drinking, and my buddy, his brother, and his girlfriend, um, my brother, buddy's brother's girlfriend, she started getting like, we, me and her were playing beer pong together as a team. And, um, he was over there talking to some chick, and she got like so mad about it. And she wanted to go home, and he didn't want to go home because we were drinking. And she like forced us to go home. And then we're driving home and she's like punching him and 
doing all kind of crazy shit. I'm just sitting in the back like, damn, this sucks. And then she like pushes him and it swerves right in front of a cop. (laughs) So he pulls us over and he's like, he knows we're all drinking. He's like, he was so mad, the cop, because he was trying to find out where the party was. And we're like, I don't know, dude, we're just drinking. And uh, he was trying to get us to snitch. And he's like, you know, it'll be a lot easier on you if you guys just tell me, you know, I'm just, I'm saying it, it would be a lot easier on you guys. And so the, oh my God, the most injustice thing ever was that the girl's mom was like hot and she came to, to, cause no, none of our parents, none of us could get a hold of any of them. <laughs> it's like 2 a.m. Yeah. And like, so she had like a semi normal mom and she came down there and she's all like, you know, Oh my, I can't, you know, can't believe that, you know, my daughter's not like this. She never gets in trouble. She gets straight A like all this stuff. And like the cops like, yeah, I mean, I would watch who she's hanging out with and that. And dude, it made me, it infuriated me, but at the time I didn't really think about it, but it infuriated me afterwards. So the cops telling the mom, like, you know, honestly, like if your daughter says she didn't really drink that much, uh, or, or she didn't drink, um, really, I mean, uh, even taking like cough medicine will make you, you have an alcohol, a certain like alcohol mm-hmm. level. And like he, she was all flirting with the cop, completely got her daughter off with nothing. Meanwhile, her daughter's boyfriend gets a DUI and then me and my, my other friend you get an underage drinking and she gets nothing and i'm just like this is like if i was me now i would not have put up with that bullshit yeah you should have been like i drink cough medicine too i swear <laughs> no but that's uh yeah that's a shame yeah that is a shame that is a shame i hate it yeah after police yeah is that what they isn't that what the cool people say mm-hmm yeah, N- yeah i'm cool nwa ice cube yeah um, but yeah, so it wasn't really my fault. I, I mean, yeah, I guess, whatever. Yeah. But what was I going to say? Something about drinking, something about being a degenerate. Oh, so how long was your, how long was the suspension of your license so that you didn't have? The then? first one was 90 days and the second one was a year, I believe. Um, but the problem is, is the suspension doesn't start until you like make it. So I had to go and I like was a waited a long time to get my permit because I think I was eight, I was 16, the first one, 18 with the second one, I think something like that. Um, but I didn't go get my permit until I was like 20 or something and I figured the suspension would be done by then and so I go to get my permit I pass the test and I'm like oh we can't give you this you have a suspension and I was like well that was like years ago and they're like yeah it doesn't start until you make it start so I was like oh so then it started and then I just was lazy after that I renewed my permit like three times see I thought I could just drive if I had a permit uh-huh. It's like yeah, you're you permitted can't. to drive. With an adult. I don't have an adult. I know, but that's what it's supposed to be with the help of an adult. That way you can learn <laughs> how to an drive. Adult. <laughs> well, buddy, yeah, but barely. I was 20. 
you just uh, okay. Let's refer back to the story we just heard. Do you really think you were a responsible adult? I never killed anybody. That's not the only requirement, buddy. <laughs> All right. right. I'm just saying. I was at one point in my life a little bit of a degenerate, but and now I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fine. So, um. What you been doing besides watching the birds to Land's End? That should not have led into all of this, but I feel like that is what led into all this. Um, I, what have I been doing? I've been working, stressing about working, uh, watching moves. Not too. I, I don't know. Have I done? I don't think I've done anything too exciting as of late. I've kind of just been chilling out a bit. Um, chilling out a bit yeah I don't know November's a boring month like because it starts getting well, freezing out yeah. I don't like daylight savings time I, that's the other opposite I hate the dark I get very depressed in the dark where you get very happy in the dark for some reason mm -hmm. so that that makes me feel like I thought it was 7pm two hours ago but it was actually obviously like 5 and I don't like that feeling because I feel like I have to like I'm always like, oh, it's like time for me to go to bed. I have to work tomorrow. But then I realize it's only 530. I hate that. Um, see, I, I, I like the dark because it doesn't give me a headache. Like sunlight gives me a headache. I'm, that's, if I get sunburn, I get a headache. But I don't know. The I mean, like darkness to me is just more comforting. It is... And it, it is. I do like the darkness. I just don't like too much of it. I guess. So. Uh. Remember when we went? Did we talk about how we went through that McDonald's drive-through and they said they were closed? Do we talk about that? Ooh, oh no! Go ahead. Oh yeah, because I, I just thought of it because I have another. I had another weird McDonald's story just the other day on my own, but. Yes, we went through a McDonald's drive-thru because, as I'm sure you all know, if you have your ears to the street, uh, the McRib has been back, and JPEG wanted a McRib before we went to see um, oh, Dune. That was horrible. Um, so we went through the drive-thru. It was a pretty long line, and we waited about 10 minutes or so, and then this worker comes out and is talking to the car in front of us, and I thought, this is not good. Then he came up to our whip. And he was like, listen, y'all, I'm so sorry, but as of now, this McDonald's is now closed. And he's like pointing to the McDonald's like we didn't like this McDonald's or the one down the street. And then he's like, this one is now closed. This car is the last one that's going to go through. And I just said, OK. And we were angry and drove away. And then after the fact, I realized if we would have put up a fight, they probably would have let us go through. And there was a bunch of cars behind us, too. But we were pussies and we just drove away. Where the car in front of us was probably like, I want my McRib. Yeah, dude. It was so, some bowl. I I, yeah. I just didn't even think to fight it because we were late for the move. Yeah, but anyway, I also went to a McDonald's the other day and I was I paid for my food and I was getting a McRib because if you have your ear to the street, the McRib <laughs> is back, as you know. Um, so I paid for my food and... Wait, no, was I at the... No, 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 I didn't pay for my food yet. I was behind the person in front of me who was paying for their food, and whenever the lady reached out to give the girl her receipt back, 
the receipt fell on the ground below her, and the you know the McDonald's employee was just like, "Oh, it's okay, don't worry about it." And I could hear the girl in the car be like, "No, I need that." And she was like, "Can you like get it?" And the McDonald's employee's like, "It it it's on the ground. I'm in here. What do you want me to do?" And then she was like, "I I needed that." And then like it started blowing away, and the McDonald's employee is like, it, "It's blowing away now. It's like cars back." And then <laughs> the lady like drove ahead. And then she didn't even go get her food. She went to, like, leave. And I was, like, real sketched out. Then I pulled up. And uh, when I pulled up, I was waiting. And this lady, like, I could see she was going to leave. But then she, like, turned around and then parked in the reserved parking spot for, like, when you order the food online. And the lady at the drive-thru was like, did that woman just, I don't know if she left. Did she just leave and not get her food? And I was like, yes. And it was weird and sketchy. Because who needs a receipt for McDonald's? She probably stole money from someone. I mean, or... it could be if it was like petty cash or something, or like maybe, lunch. maybe, maybe. But she was. It was just really stupid. She like told them like, she's trying to tell them the McDonald's employee to come out and get it with her extendo hand somehow. So yeah, McDonald's is a scary place, but they have McRibs. Yeah, they do. So, um. I, I watched uh, Army of the Dead. I thought that was alright. Yeah, I watched that one too, like at the beginning of October, and I didn't mind it either. I thought I wasn't going to like it, but it was it was fun. It was cool. Yeah, uh, me and Dave Parker were talking about it. He, like, stopped watching it after, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah. he hates stuff like that, man. Yeah. It's, I think it's just, like, big budgeted like if if a big budget movie has any like script issues right away it, like it instantly takes them out yeah because i don't know like for me i don't really consider like the money when i watch a movie like i don't know like it doesn't really affect my enjoyment if it had a lot of money and it's stupid or if it had no money and it's stupid if it's stupid it's stupid mm-hmm. um but, oh, I see you're in group chats talking to people instead of listening to my stories. That's cool. Yes. But anyway, go on. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's my thing. I kind of get the idea of it. It's like, okay, if you have all this money, you should be able to fix these problems. But I don't know. I just don't care if they had a lot. If they, you know, it doesn't bother me. Um, I don't excuse that shit in movies that don't have a lot of money either. Because... I, the, and the, I think the reason why for me is like, cause I've seen the most amazing movies in the world that were shot for a thousand dollars or mm. 6,000 like Blair Witch or something. And then I've seen incredible big budget studio movies, like a Tarantino movie that is amazing. And it's like, I think that movies have problems regardless of how much money they have. Sure. It might be easier to fix those problems when you have a lot of money, but I don't know. It doesn't really bother me. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I liked it. I mean, it's over stylized. It's kind of crap in terms of just like, you know, just over polished, just super predictable and stuff like that. But I I had fun with it. I I liked the opening too with like Viva Las Vegas, like that shit. Mm -hmm. And like the, it was cool looking. Um, Derek told me that the girl, that that girl with like the plane, they had to shoot all her scenes separately because they fired the original person or something. Is that the movie? 
Do you know uh, what I'm talking about? I have no idea, dude. <laughs> oh, well, the girl with, there's like a girl with short hair, I think, in it that they go to for the airplane because she's good with airplanes or something. Yeah. The blonde? Yes, if you recall. No, I don't think so, buddy. I don't think you watched the move. Oh, the, I don't know. the one that the pilot. Yeah, the, the airplane person, yeah. The pilot. Yeah, the airplane person. It's pretty obvious. But anyway, he told me that all her scenes are Well, they don't go shot. to her for the plane. The air, the, I it's don't not remember even a plane. A it's a ago. helicopter. It, they're the same thing, dude. They <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> it doesn't, you couldn't have put that together, though, in your head? I could have. I just, I'm just saying, like, they didn't go to her for it. She was just the pilot. I don't remember the movie. The plane, it was the, over the a month ago. The helicopter was already there. Okay, cool. She's the pilot. Whatever. I'm just saying it's cool. Like, he, he said that she is there by herself the whole time because they had to just shoot her by herself. Is that true, like a... even? No, I mean, she's Derek... definitely in scenes with other people. Derek told me that. I don't know. Doesn't he know things? <sighs> he knows too much things. I don't like it. Okay. Whatever. Anyway. So, um... Yeah, I watched that. It was pretty all right. I'm trying to watch these 2021 moves. I did, what I decided I'm going to do, because I'm not going to get to as many as I normally do. I think I did 100 last year. I think I'm at around 30. So I want to get at least 50. Um, would like to get 75. That's usually where I hit. So what I did is I went to Rotten Tomatoes, and they have a list of... Uh, fresh movies, movies that are considered fresh, except for, for some reason, one of them on there is rotten, which I didn't understand. Maybe it's old. Um, but, uh, I decided to just watch everything on that list. Um, I've already seen, I think there's only like 40 or so movies on there and I'd seen, uh, maybe like 12 or something. So I just been going down that list. Army of the dead was like the first one on there. Um, and now I'm on Sound of Silence, which I was watching before I got on this pod, which was actually pretty good so far. So, so far, so good. I'm trying to just watch movies that are considered good by people. Yeah, I don't, I don't even care. Like, I just don't, I usually stress out and feel like I have to do nothing but watch 2021 moves at the end of the year or, you know, whatever year. And this year I'm just like, I'm going to watch the good ones. And try to watch all the good ones, but I'm not going to make myself want to cry trying to watch them all. So I shall space it out, and I shall watch other movies as well. Because I hate, I hate making myself feel like it is work. Yeah. But yes, maybe I shall steal your idea and uh, watch all the Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, I think it's a pretty good idea. You know, it's like, um... You're going to get, like, the good stuff. Yes, Rotten. No, dude. Rotten Rotten Tomatoes are bad movies. Oh. Okay. So, anyway, I feel like we should probably get into the Night House now. Yes, I would agree. All right. So, have at it. Have at it? What am I supposed to do? (laughs) I told Uh you you're leading the charge. Oh, crap. Since you said that I didn't let you speak last time. Well, you didn't, but I'm just saying, I didn't pull up a synopsis. Oh, Lord, I'm not ready. Hold on. Okay, here it is. <clears throat> That's a long synopsis. Oh, God. Um, okay. The Night House 2020. 2020. 
Reeling from the unexpected death of her husband, Beth is left alone in the lakeside home he built for her. She tries as best she can to keep together, but then the dreams come. Disturbing visions of a presence in the house call to her, beckoning with a ghostly allure. But the harsh light of day washes away any proof of a haunting. Against the advice of a friend, she begins digging into his belongings, yearning for answers. Yeah, so this lady's uh, husband dies at the beginning of the movie. Um, you know, right away he uh, kills himself, um, just completely seems like out of the blue. She keeps saying she didn't think anything was wrong with him. So she's really depressed, and she's trying to get on with her life and such. Um, I believe she's like a a teacher um, at, I don't know what grade that, that would be, or... Was that college or high school? I don't, I don't know. She's I a teacher. Like high school or middle school. Yeah, or she had a dickhead kid named Hunter in her class. Anyway, but so she's a teacher and everything, and she, you know, has some teachery friends, and they try to help her through it. And then she starts having dreams, and she's kind of like seeing her husband and also some weird, disturbing stuff. And then, like it said, she starts kind of digging deep air. Now, um,. What did you think when you saw the trailer for this move in the theaters? I don't think I've thoughts? ever seen the trailer. Uh, yeah, you did. You used to bitch about it and say, wow, that looks like garbage. Oh, was this that movie? Yeah, it's the one... Yeah. Damn, I didn't even it's, know that. Yeah, this trailer looked like garbage. Yes, and I, I didn't think it looked as bad, but I think the trailer... This is an example of where... I kind of like trailers because it was one that was a bit misleading in my opinion. Uh, it made it seem very much just all about this like double life, double house scheme going on, which it kind of is, but there's a lot more to the plot than just that. I thought the trailer made it look rather generic um, at times and not overly interesting, but then everyone was kind of blowing it and I am happy to have checked it out. Um... You got Rebecca Hall as the main girl in this film. Uh, I don't really know her too well from other movies. I know she's been in some big budget films, but um, I'm not really familiar with her too much. But I thought she was fantastic in this movie. I think um, having her as the lead is what really kind of uh, carried the film along. Uh, she just is a great actress, and I would love to see her in more Um you had mentioned off camera or, you know, off the pod that she just has a great sort of bitchy personality, not bitchy personality, but she's, I think she conveys her uh, emotions in a very realistic way throughout the film where she just kind of doesn't care anymore. And she's, you know, depressed and frustrated, but, you know, and it's kind of coming off on other people. Um, the storyline I enjoyed, I thought it was interesting. It kind of keeps you wrapped up in what the heck is going on and um, by the end I was a little confused uh, not going to lie, not going to front and I asked you about it and you kind of like I had some ideas but you know, the way you kind of worded it made the most sense and I thought that was a good way to sort of put it, it's a very metaphorical type of movie I guess um, very beautiful film as well, uh, just shot very nice and it's it's good stuff. What did you think of the night house? As I just um, it? I don't think I liked it as much as other people. Oh did. no! <laughs> I mean, I think it's a good movie. Um, I had a few issues um, with like just 
what's going on. Like after everything's revealed, um, I, 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 I think that it's creepy, but I also think that like a certain aspect of it doesn't make sense. Uh, my favorite part of the movie was the journey, um, not so much the reveal. Uh, of course, I don't know if you mentioned, but this is directed by David Bruckner. Oh yes, of course, David Bruckner. Do you even know who that David. is? Uh, yes, he directed. He is the prime director of. He is very well known for his move called, the move. Um, probably most known now for the ritual, from yes, a couple ritual. years ago. Remember ritual. that one? Yes, uh, the ritual. Good move. Do you remember it? Are you being stupid? Yeah, I remember it. There. Yeah, I just watched it like a few like. In recent time, like a year or two ago, again. Why? For another pod. Yeah, yeah. Um, he did that. He was attached to the Friday the Thirteenth remake at one point, the found footage one, I think. Um, and yeah, he, you know, he's he's done some stuff. Some. Um, oh, he's directing the new Hellraiser film too. Yes. Cool. So yeah, uh, pretty interesting guy. And this is probably his most like unique movie i would say well ritual was kind of ritual was like unique but it was like still like other movies this one's pretty like it's only like itself you know Uh um like i think that the journey and the mystery of it was the most intriguing part because it's fed to you slow like you watch it and you're like okay what's going on like what wonder what like you're wondering you know what's what the story's gonna be like what happened what why why was her husband doing this? Why was he doing that? And, you know, all that stuff. So, um, sort of going through there and learning little bits of information was fun. And, you know, when she meets the guy, when she finds out that her husband might have been cheating on her, um, mm-hmm. it's interesting. Whenever she finds one of the girls that her, her husband was cheating on her with, um, supposedly. And also, whenever she finds out that all these girls look like her, that adds another weirdness to it. Um, I think that the, like, actual reveal of, like, what's going on was actually pretty unique. I thought it was really cool. Um, something different, but familiar. My only issue was that I just, like I like what it was, but I just don't think it made the most sense on why it was. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, I I completely agree with that. I pretty much agree with what you said. I really like the journey of the film up until the reveal. I have this problem with so many movies where the ending reveal was always disappointing to me, and it wasn't disappointing. It was just kind of I kind of lost interest towards the end with it and i didn't find this movie overly scary or anything Mm-mm. i do think it's creepy the thought of someone you know dies and you love and miss them very much and then you're like hearing them or think you're seeing them uh that really freaks me well, out and also I, like you're learning about all these secrets that you didn't know about yeah and this movie kind of not at all plot wise but the vibe of it kind of reminds me of the invisible man a little bit for some reason maybe it's like the whole weird husband woman angle when she's kind of losing her mind type of thing but well don't get uh, me wrong i like the reveal like i like where the story went i think it's cool 
I just don't mm. think it makes sense a hundred percent. Like there's an aspect of it that I was telling you earlier that I'm just like, why would they why, do yeah. that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but it's neat because I haven't really seen it, th- this type of thing done like this before. So I thought it was cool. And, uh, I like unique stuff like that. Um, I agree with you that the acting is one of the strong points of the film. Uh, particularly early on in the film, uh, Mm -hmm. right away, there's a really good scene where, um, the teacher, the the lead is in school as a teacher and a concerned parent comes in and is like kind of being like a Karen basically and wants to know like why her son got a zero for this assignment. And she's like, he missed the assignment and she's like, um, yeah, um, you know, I told him he can make it up and she's like, well, he did make it up, but you weren't here when he made it up or whatever. And she's like, sorry, I was out for personal reasons. And then the woman's like, you know, well, he was out for personal reasons or something. And then she's like, well, my husband shot himself in the head. Bang. And it was like this incredibly awkward scene, but like you really like the lead because she's like a, she, like you could tell she just like had it up to here with like everything. And she's just like, not gonna be filtered anymore and it's just gonna like bang drop bombs you know what i mean yeah and i, I really <laughs> like that scene yeah and there's another scene that. like that later where she meets one of the girls that her husband was seeing yeah yeah i really like like i kept thinking about that school scene because it's like it's so realistic how parents act to some of these stuck-up parents. It's like, my child, the kid got a C. Like, her son just got a C. It wasn't even, like, a failing gr- I final he had grade. had a zero, and then she moved on the to ass- a B. He had a zero on the actual assignment, and it brought his grade down, his final grade down to a C. Oh, yeah. And then, she, yeah. But anyway, yeah, she's, I just, like, she's like, oh, that's the power of being a teacher. Bam, he got a B. And she's like, oh, no, you want an A, don't you? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I really. And she's like, the B that. is fine. Yeah. It's funny. But that's like what. That, I like it because it's like what you. Everybody wants to get to say to a client or a customer at least once in their life. Yeah. You I know feel. how she was like, uh, you know, how about a B? Um, I remember I had a teacher once where I missed a bunch of assignments and he was just like, we were real cool. And he was just like, yeah, man, you missed this one. You missed that one. Cause I missed a lot of school. And he's like, he just looks around and he's just like, B, B, B. He just gives me B's for all of them. Mm. I didn't earn those B's. No, we know, buddy. You're a little dumbass. <laughs> no, I'm not a dumbass. I just wasn't yeah. there for it. Like I'm smart no, buddy, as hell. I no, it was buddy, math, and failed. I I did great in there. Uh, when no, I was buddy. there. No, buddy. They gave you the test. You were like, I don't know how to do it, and then you got an F, and the guy felt bad. No, dude. He used to help. He used to teach me what he was teaching, and then have me go around and teach the other people. That's how good I was. And you failed. No, I passed because he gave me a bunch of free grades. I'd be so mad if you were the one giving her all trying to teach me how to do things. <laughs> but dude, people were too. Yeah, like they, they're like, "What? The, this kid doesn't show up to school at all. Like, what is he doing?" Dude, I had a way with like like certain teachers hated me, others like loved me. Like like that was my boy. Like one time I went in there, 
and um, this is probably gonna date when it was, but he, I was like, "What you doing, man?" And he's like, "Nothing. I'm just looking up that. I, I heard there this Vanessa Hudgens girl pictures leaked online, and he was like, "I'll let you know if I find them." And I'm just like, "All right, bet." <laughs> you can get in so much trouble. You didn't say bet back then. I probably did. I, just, I don't think that thing but anyway you could get in so much trouble nowadays for that too you probably could have back then too but i wasn't well, yeah, a but... snitch like i remember there was this one kid who was like like real disrespectful he's like i'm going to the bathroom and he's like can you ask to go to the bathroom and dude is like fuck that and uh he's like all right go to the office and dude's like fuck that <laughs> and he's like go he's like i'm calling security and the kid went left and he's like, I swear to God, if I was you guys' age, I'd beat the shit out of that kid. <laughs> <laughs> like, this teacher was dead. Like, he was... I used to play Xbox with him and shit, too. Like, he was only... He was, like, in his early 20s. Like, it was a, his first year teaching. Yeah. But he was he was mad cool. But uh, he probably wasn't doing the best for just starting and already, like, fucking hooking up kids with free grades and stuff like that. Yeah, it probably wasn't the best idea. Right, that's like what teachers did that were about a year from retiring at my school. They would just give you straight 100% even though you didn't do a single assignment. But it's because they were at the end of the line and they were like, I don't care, I'm leaving. Yeah, I think the reason that teachers like me versus like other just like degenerate, like not shower uppers is because like when I was there, I was good. Like I, I like crushed the shit that we were doing. Like I was always like real good at stuff and like learned really fast and things. And so they saw that it was more like, it's not that I'm a dumbass waste of life, it's that I'm misguided. And um, <laughs> so I think people always, like, you know, connected with me and stuff like that, like the teachers. And, like, that's why I could be like, I didn't, we we talked about this a bunch, me and you, where, like, I never did my homework and I would always just say I'd bring it the next day. And they're like, okay. And, like, because you were saying you hate people like that. <laughs> yeah. Why is that? I do. Because it's just like, I did the homework, okay? And, like, you didn't, and you're going to, like, and if I, oh, if I didn't bring in my homework, and be like, oh, Carly, unfortunately, you get a zero for today. Like, it was just bullcrap. I remember when I was in ninth grade algebra, this kid, his name was Fee. It was, like, his name was, like, Felipe. He was, like, um. Felipe. He was something oriental, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, he was, like, an idiot. He, if you, like, missed, I think, three homework assignments in that math class you were like screwed you like got an f for the homework i don't know it was something weird so he had missed his assignments and he sat next to me and the teacher was going around checking them of course i did my assignment i did great on my assignment and she didn't like check them out like she didn't pay attention to the writing and he like begged me he was like carly please i can't get an f and he was like please just give me your homework and and i did it and i almost cried because the teacher came around and I was like I, for, I forgot to do it and I felt like a what do you call it a degenerate an asshole yeah I was that too and then this asshole got a point and wait you he did give ended, it to him yeah I did give it oh, to him oh okay you weren't the asshole then I didn't understand why like uh, stuck yeah, up bitches were... wouldn't just give me their like why why not cause just I'm getting it because I got a zero for that like homework assignment that's not oh, fair oh i thought you meant copy it 
No, like he, because she was like walking around right then, and he was like, "Can you please, like, please, 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 I'll like fail or something." And I felt bad because I always did my homework and brought it in, so I was like, "I, I guess mean, I shall bite bullet." I'm not sure what I would do in that situation. I couldn't probably afford the zero, so I'd be like, "Sorry, dog." Yeah, I, <laughs> I can't like, afford it. No, like the I used to, call. I used to, like, I used to come in sometimes, and like, I would be like, "Yo, Stephanie, let me copy your homework, dog, real quick." And like, so, like some people would be like, yeah, sure. Other people would be like, no. And I'd be like, why you gotta be a stuck up bitch? You know what I mean? Well, my thing is too, like when people would ask me that, I would like, I, my anxiety would be kicking in. Cause I'm like, if, if I do let this person copy my homework and the teacher sees it, I'm the one who's going to get in trouble too. That's what my thing was. Like, it wasn't even that I cared if you copied. It's like, if we're in the middle of class and you're going to ask me to do that, like, I don't want to fail or, you know, get in trouble. You so get caught dog. Shut up. Just say yeah, you, you didn't. Could... Just say what? You didn't. Say I didn't? Yeah. When they're copying my homework playing this day, I just say I didn't? Yeah, just be like, I didn't even know I took it. Uh, buddy, buddy. It's all I'm about not... how you present yourself. Like, that's what I would do. I'd be like, I didn't know he took it. <laughs> and if that dude was, like, cool at all, he'd be like, yeah, I just took it. Yeah, but... I don't know, buddy. I just, I just, I'm glad school is over. Right. But I'm just saying, I, I, like, I feel like we wouldn't have got along. We would not have, I hate you. Because I even saw you, like, post some, you shared a post or something about, um, why can't you just come to school like the rest of us or something like that? (laughs) Yeah, that post was from 2013. Yeah, what was it? It was... Yeah, I think it might have been. Yeah, it it literally was like I don't like why can't these kids just come to school? Because some students would do what you did and miss all the school. And I tagged you in that post. I didn't even yeah. share it. I just like tagged you and said, "Look, buddy, it's you." Yeah, that was me. But I'm like, why does it matter to you, dog? Cause dog, it's just not fair. Why? Because I'm, I'm tired of coming to school. Then don't. Well, buddy, I also cared about, like, I'm like, I'm not gonna... Well, one, I had anxiety about missing out and then failing tests. And two, I didn't want my mom and dad to get in trouble for my truancy. Kurt wouldn't have cared. Actually, what's funny is I think Kurt would have cared more than my mother. <laughs> but Kurt, no, The like... funny thing is about Kurt is he, like... He was like the parent that he would try to like establish rules every once in a while, and my mom wouldn't. But he was like the one that you would think it was like more responsible. Trying to establish rules. Yeah, he would be like, Carly, you're spending too much time on the computer and stuff like that. And my mother would just let me do whatever. But anyway, like, I don't know. To me, it's like, yeah, like now if I was in school, I would apply myself because I know what I'm capable of. But, like, back then, and, and also perspective changes, right? Like, to me, I didn't feel, I felt like it was, like, my whole life. Like, oh, I'm wasting my whole life doing this school shit. But now I know it's just a, it's just a little sand pebble in the hourglass, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it really isn't that long of a time, you know what I mean, uh-huh. to go through school. Especially by the time you get to high school, it's like, this is, it would breeze by now, you know what I mean? And I would, like, enjoy it. I would take it in. I would relish it. You know what I mean? Because I had a blast in high school. I just never went. (laughs) Um, But I would be much different now. But at the time, I just was like, F it. 
and look, like, you were all worried about where it would get you in life if you didn't apply yourself. I didn't apply myself at all. And look, I'm like ahead of you. Huh? What? <laughs> I'm still try. I still go to school. <laughs> I hate school. Uh, anyway, let's get back to the night house. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that it's a really solid movie. Well directed, well acted. Um, good music. Um, good supporting characters. Uh, but the, the key thing with this movie to me is the mystery. It's just a very well done mystery that slowly unfolds to you piece by piece and you're very interested to see where it goes and mm-hmm. what's going to happen in the end I think that it's a, a, a very good movie I'm not I'm not over the moon about it but I do like it yes I t- t- it was a very enjoyable watch for me this year um, and I am a little disappointed that we didn't get to experience it in the theater because it would have been one of the better theater watches for the year too but you know whatever it's fine watched yeah. it watch it at home watch it in the theater I still got to watch it and um, I, I had a good time with it I thought like I said I think the performance of the lead is what really really carries it for me i just find her very interesting and uh engaging and the story is rather more on the unique side so i appreciate that yeah sue all right um what are you gonna rate this puppy uh this puppy i shall stroke it and i shall give it a nine out of ten um i'm gonna go ahead and give it an eight out of ten not as Mm -hmm. high as you but i think it's pretty good um, so yeah, that's, uh, the night house. Yes. And, uh, yeah. So next week I know ghostbusters, I think is coming out or it's close to coming out. So we might do that. If not, we're going to do malignant cause me and you both still haven't seen it. That's another one I'm trying to get to the ones we missed in the theater. Um, mm-hmm. so malignant it is if, uh, the ghostbusters doesn't come out. Yes. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. And with that said, we'll see you guys on the next one. Yes. Catch you on the flippity-dippity flop. Peace.